<laughs> we gotta get like some cute little intro like that. But hello and welcome to the Tinfoil Hat Society with Venus and Christopher Stolly. Hey, what's up, guys? And my new guest host tonight, Ryan. Hello, everybody. And if you couldn't tell by our show earlier, we're here to piss off YouTube some more. <laughs> yeah, for the, for those that are watching them individually, we literally just got done recording Realm of the Mist podcast where we discussed. Pretty much this exact topic, but it was enough to go on to two shows. <laughs> it definitely was about the YouTube banning. You're not allowed to talk about the flat earth theory on YouTube anymore or you'll get blacklisted. You're not allowed to say talk about 9-11. You're not even allowed to talk about current events that are um, happening as they're happening and have an analysis of what is happening or you'll get banned from YouTube. So we're going to do all those things tonight. <laughs> hold, hold on. Hold on. They... You can't talk about the flutters thing anymore. Nope. For, you for get... real. I, I I'll did not send know you that. the link. <laughs> yeah. I, I did not know that. Oh my god. How far yeah. it has fallen. It's pretty bad. So, Flat Earth, what do you guys think? <laughs> it's the most retarded thing I've ever heard. Like, we stopped believing in Flat Earth back in, like, the 5th century. You know, when the first boat sailed from one end of the of the world to the other, you know, you, it's, it's around the world. You know what I mean? You, you didn't even need that. All you had to do is look at the moon when it's at a crescent. The whole object of a crescent is the curvature of the Earth being projected on by the light of the sun. No, you're absolutely right. But I'm saying even before modern yeah. <laughs> modern mathematics or or whatever figured that part out, when a boat sailed from Japan and reached. Europe without being impeded or falling off the edge. Guess what? It's a sphere. You know what I mean? <laughs> Type deal. I, of course, of course, I'm, you know, forgetting that there is a whole continent in, in the way there, you know, the United States. But the point is still there. <laughs> well, I actually like some of the like theories that these people come up with, like flat earthers. Like they're little cool science experiments, you know, you could do with your kids and stuff. And, like, who's not to say that the Earth well, is not actually flat, okay? <laughs> it could be a hoax, but remember who's pushing this. NASA's pushing this, and NASA is pretty fucked up. Well, the thing that – and I've talked about this a lot with, with people that I work with. There's a, a couple of guys that like the idea in an entertainment sort of way. And to me it seems to be – those that buy into it seem to be fixated on lesser truths ahead of greater truths. No, that that's exactly it. Like, if if you want to sit down and have a conversation about, like, the what if the Earth was flat type deal, and, and for an entertainment or or theoretical standpoint, I'm all for it. But when you actually buy into this, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> that that's a whole different animal. You know, it, it's just. What the hell is wrong with you? So it's it's. I think out of all the YouTube policies they were throwing out there right now, I think the banning the discussion of flat Earth is probably one of the few that I actually agree with because I think uh, this country is getting uh, well. This this world, not just this country, but this world is getting dumb enough. Mm. <laughs> well, they're yeah, not really educating anymore. They're really not, and it's like either you believe in one or you believe in the other, and it's kind of like, well, you know, I like to keep my options open, and, you know, I'm pretty open-minded, so show me what you got, okay, and <laughs> we'll go from there. Like, these pictures coming from the top of Mount Everest, 
Like, we see that there's a fucking curve of a fisheye fucking curve on this camera, okay? Like, yeah, that's enough to be like, hmm, suspicious. <laughs> right. Is it a fucking camera, or is it, like, legitimately the world? Is it, like, shaped like that when, like, you know, you're half-curved in this picture? Well, if I may propose something. Please do. The, uh, the... I've been thinking along the lines lately that the flat earth theory is cover for the hollow earth theory. I'm not familiar with that. What is that? Oh, okay. So, <laughs> basically, so the hollow earth theory uh, stems from the idea that the earth has a giant pocket in the center of it, and in the center of that is a star and that is responsible for the gravity on the Earth, on the top of it. So this uh, this is actually supported by a lot of very interesting things. So the current theory of the planet is we have a, a molten iron core about yay big at yay temperature. Everybody's been told this. Factually... The deepest we've ever gone into the Earth is 12 miles, and that was in Russia in the Kola Superdeep Borehole, okay. which isn't really much of a... You know, it's not barely a scratch in the surface of it. We've never gone deeper that, than that. That's you where they had like the pits of hell open up, right? With And they were hearing people screaming and stuff, right? Rumored. That's uh, I did hear that. I've seen some extensive documentaries on it. The, the holes that they did make were no bigger than like 12 inches. They were uh, very... Uh, Small, like you couldn't really fit a person down there. They were just drill bits, okay. but uh, they they did pull things out, um, mineral samples, uh, weird microbes, uh, some strange things, but nothing too monumental. You can actually go still see the wreckage of it, and it's all sealed up and covered up with cement and all that. But yeah, it's still there. Now that's interesting. I've never heard anything like that. But what what's funny is like as you're describing this to me, just the idea of a star inside the Earth. That makes more sense to me than the flat Earth, you know, because because yeah. of the fact that stars do generate gravity. Our sun is what generates gravity for all the planets to stay in formation. Mm -hmm. So, you know, having a star in the middle of the Earth, middle of the Earth instead of a molten core, sure, I would more believe that. Well, just here's, on here's a layman's way, terms, here is where it gets interesting. So, the Earth is pretty malleable. You've got this giant ball spinning through space at a pretty prominent rate of speed. Right. And it's, it's not completely solid. You've got water, it's washing up against things, it's constantly changing over the, you know, the billions of years per se that it's been around. So, think of it like, um, like a guy in a pizzeria spinning a pizza dough, tossing it in the air. It gets a little bigger each time it spins. The Earth is kind of happening that way, especially if we have a molten core that's heating things up, making it even more pliable. Right. So there's also a few problems with this, too. If we're in the cold depths of space, eventually this, how is this heat keeping itself hot? You know, there's got to be some more going on with it. So I'm sure the idea that we, it was a completely solid molten core did exist at some point in the formation of it, but at, at a certain point it started to get larger. Think of uh, all these giant caverns in the in the uh, belly of the earth, all over the place. We've got stuff that's can contain entire cities, things that we we are so large that we can't even like fathom them. Yeah. You know? Right. 
you know, for, from things like uh, lava flows going away, uh, water pockets draining out, you know, all these geological things. So the Nazis were very interested in this. They were very curious to uh, what yeah, sort of... Yeah, General Byrd or whatever, uh, Colonel Byrd. Admiral Byrd. Yeah, Admiral Byrd, uh, Operation High Jump. Uh, there's a lot of uh, weird things about yes, it. Yes, him. <laughs> yeah, who was a legit admiral that uh, I think it was around 1940s uh, did a aerial reconnaissance of Antarctica and found these green, lush areas in the middle of it. Uh, he's got a diary that you can see online. He talks about meeting some people in the center of the earth, whether you want to believe that or not, whether it's an actual document. Uh, he was a very staunch soldier, uh, kept his mouth shut up until his deathbed, and then that was released shortly after he died. Oh, wow. You yeah. have to look that up. Yep. Yeah, they actually have, like, um, insects and birds that will actually migrate to the North Pole, and they'll lose their trackers once they reach the North Pole, and everyone's like, well, where are they going? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, that, that you know, I, I I've always known, like back in the day, like the the poles are basically magnetized, or or, or you know, for, for lack of a better term here, polarized. So, like, if you stood at the exact tippity top or or exact bottom of the Earth and held a compass, it would go haywire because it can't find true north because That's you're true. you're standing directly in it. So yeah. I've. I, you know, a bird losing its sense of direction because it's flying over the exact North Pole yeah. makes perfect are, sense to me. But they make it back on, home after. Compasses on ships need to be adjusted for sailing in those waters. They have to uh, have a 360-degree axis. So generally, you can have a flat-mounted one on, on most areas of the ocean. You need to go vertical at certain parts near the uh, near the poles. Here's another little interesting point of it. So, the uh, more to the theory of this hollow Earth is that there are two openings. Uh, one in the North Pole and one in the South Pole. Uh, there's a, a link I can show you. It's a, an experiment by NASA, and they're doing this in space with uh, tiny bottles of water, which they're, or sorry, tiny globules of water that they're spinning using an air jet. And they're doing various things to it. Um, most of the globules have, been at, have an added surfactant to prevent the water from coalescing so it can actually contain bubbles so they can sort of see movement. Right. The interesting thing about this was all these bubbles started to coalesce in the center and make like a giant cone right through it, right where it was spinning. Huh. I was blown away by that. So then they did little things like uh, break up tea leaves, you know, bits of tablet. The tablet was odd because they it just sort of stayed in place and they deduced that it had the same density as that of water. But the tea leaves were very interesting as they all uh, floated to the surface of it, whereas the bubbles contained right down the center completely. Oh, okay, so they were spinning it with the bubbles still inside it, and yep. each thing had a different reaction. Mm-hmm. To the yeah, same stimuli. To, that, that's really Due to weird. its mass or... Yeah. Interesting. So I, I was really blown away by that because I was thinking of the extrapolation of a tiny glo globule to a giant mass of water and earth and stuff that's constantly changing. And would this operate in a parallel fashion? 
that's not too dissimilar. I, I definitely agree with that. But I mean, there are certain factors. I think with a with a with a planet like a world, uh, absolutely. You, you have your atmosphere, your 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 ozone layer, uh, and things like that that are kind of help self-containing. Mm-hmm. If not the shape, at least the things that are in it. Now, besides besides gravity itself, I mean those those things are kind of acting like a, a plastic bag, if you will, keeping the contents inside the shape. For sure. You know, uh, best best uh, example I can give is like a water balloon. But I know if you spin a water balloon or throw a water balloon, it changes its shape with the force. Yeah, any sort of energy you put into it will undulate it and cause it to like warp or even burst if it's a lot of energy. Well, there you go. That kind of blows flat Earth out of the atmosphere and the possibility of a hollow Earth right there. But does you, you the wanna... flat Earth and the hollow Earth work together? Um, I've heard there's like dimensional things why that could happen, but that's way over my head. I haven't really followed that very much i mean i'm i can subscribe to like the forgive me for using comic book uh terminologies here but like the multiple earths or the multiverse if you will you know that's an actual scientific term nowadays no i know i i I know but it's still it's still more commonly looked at as as like comic book theory as opposed to like actual theory even though i know it is becoming an actual theory now i i absolutely I absolutely subscribe to it. So to say that maybe in some alternate reality, maybe Earth is flat. Who knows? I don't know. But in this reality, it's been proven since the Dark Ages that the Earth is round. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm totally when, on board with that. Put a re- second in the ground, and you'll see it, you'll see the shadow rotate around it. Mm-hmm. But what is reality? Because honestly, okay, like psychologically, reality is like where you are within the four walls around you. Nothing else beyond that technically exists if you're not witnessing it happen or if you're not seeing it. So like people could be talking about, well, this is going on in this part of the world or whatever. But it's like, well, that doesn't actually affect my reality in my living room where I'm safe. And, you know, like Anything that you can't see beyond you is is non-existent. Well, I, yeah, but there, there's there's limitations to that type of mentality. Like the best example I can give is like the sun rises every day. Now you got a cloudy day, you can't see the sun. That doesn't mean it didn't rise. And you well, know no, it, it rose. Still completely dark. Right, well, but but you know it rose. It didn't just get light. It it rose. It may be above the clouds, but it it rose. You know, and and so even in that type of example, reality isn't just necessarily your perception. It's also knowledge, taking the time to knowledge. Like, just because I'm not standing in a forest doesn't mean I don't know there's a tree in that forest. Well, it brings back that, like, that uh, question, like, if a tree falls in the forest and no one's around to hear it, does it still make a noise? Yes, because somebody heard it. <laughs> Sound waves still travel. Did it even fall? Like, huh. was it always just there? How, how about we take it back a, a little further than that? Do we know the origin of this kind of idea, this thought, uh, especially the, the tree falling in the forest? I don't know. Okay, the so... <laughs> no, 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 not at all. So, uh, what the audience won't know about me is I've been practicing martial arts for 25 years and I'm trained to be a teacher from a pretty well-known guy. So to avoid 
any plugs, I'll stop there. But what I have read is a lot of Eastern philosophy. The tree falling in the forest one is what's called a Zen cone or koan, if uh, that's the pronunciation. I might be bastardizing it there. And these are uh, mnemonic tools to uh, possibly trigger enlightenment, you know, to uh, basically remove the uh, conscious view of things, the the Venuses, the Chris's, the Ryan's, and just see everything around you the way a newborn baby calf would with no ideas of what colors are. Just seeing green for just the color of it without even knowing that there's a color. You know, right. Going be beyond the experience of, oh, I've seen that before, just soaking it in with no expectations or connotations given to yourself about it. Right. So, yeah. the, it's so like it's like hearing your mother's voice for the first time. You don't necessarily know, you know, as a newborn baby, you don't necessarily know that this is your mother, but you know the you voice. Just, you know yeah, the you, sound. You, you hear the, you know, the emotional connotation around it. It's not your harsh, it's soft, it's soothing. You know, you, and you don't even know what soothing is. You just you know, you connect to it. Exactly. You yeah. know, it, it, it's beyond words. So this is what these uh, these ideas, you know. Um, what is the sound of one hand clapping you might have heard? This is another Zen koan. Or, uh, you know, I, I'm, Zen isn't my forte. I'm more of a, a classical Taoist, but, uh, you know, I think you get the idea. No, I get it. I'm, like, trying yeah. to, like, stay here. I'm, like, like, how, like, physically sitting here, I'm, like, one hand clapping, like, Okay, like, <laughs> it can be done, I'm sure it can be done, but <laughs> my hand isn't that loose enough to start clapping itself. The, the, the key is to meditate with this question in mind, and the answer is experiential. It can't be explained to you. I've, I've seen people, like, one hand clap before, and I'm like, I just can't do it, but they can. <laughs> well, it, 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 almost, it almost, like... Hand folds give... over and fingers smack your hand and... It's almost like giving it a, a Western culture feel to it. It's almost like the Native American vision quests and and uh, and sweat boxes uh, used techniques used to to traverse beyond the physical mm. self. All roads leading to Rome. Exactly. You know. Mm. <laughs> so, you know, for for people that may have a hard time concepting what 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 Ryan was talking about, that may be an easier way. But it. it like you said, all roads lead to Rome. It all pretty much leads to the same place. Is, is touching what is not physical in some way, shape, or form. It, it, if, yeah. I'm, yeah. if I'm describing that correctly. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's it. Like, that's how uh, everybody's heard the little internet speak about how the ancients knew about molecular uh, composition before science did. This is true. But this is how they did it, is intuition and contemplation and, you know, imagination in not necessarily that order. Yeah, like, I think creativity is another thing that's being banned from YouTube. So I guess we can, like... Nobody likes thinking slaves. No. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Well, that's one of the major... Then we stay here and we figure out... Sorry, go ahead, good. Oh, no, go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say that, that that's kind of the, the, key, the, the key point, like what we were talking about earlier with the YouTube thing, 
you know, like you just said, nobody likes thinking slaves. Our education system, our entertainment, our news medias, everything else is, is designed to keep us just smart enough to do the paperwork, just smart enough to, to push the buttons and, and roll the wheelbarrows, but dumb enough to not question things, not take a look at the world and say, you know what, something ain't right here. We need to figure out what it is. Which is why unions are being attacked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, there's so many overlaps from all of this into society, which a lot of people see some of it and not how it keeps going. And and, and again, just to, to borrow Ryan's phrase, all roads lead to Rome. Yeah. That's our government. The biggest thing the government doesn't want us uh, want society to do. And, and it's anybody's government. I know Ryan and, and, and uh, Venus are in Canada. I'm in the United States. We have two completely separate governments, but pretty much the same problem. And that's the last thing in the world the government wants is us to uprise because we realize we're getting fucked. And how badly Absolutely. we're getting fucked. Yeah. Yep. See, that's the reason for the pushing of gun disarmament. It's got nothing to do with safety for the public. They don't give a flying fuck about that. No, you're right. And, and Venus and I just got done talking about abortions, and that was the point I was going to make. Uh, I, I kind of sidetracked myself, and I didn't say that, is that like people that are pushing for, for uh, abortion rights that are turning around and saying if they take away our rights uh, to, to get an abortion legally, well, we'll just go obtain it illegally. Well, gee, what about taking away guns? How's that going to work out? Well, that, yeah, that's a very good argument. It's you know, very it's, fair and very balanced. Is, isn't it? Isn't it the exact same thing? If you tell me I can't have one, that does that mean I can't obtain one illegally? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd really like to see that black market abortion clinic pop up. Was it going to be in vans? Yeah. Oh, it's stupid. People, yeah. people that make that argument. We don't have to worry about that in Canada. People, people who make that argument, like women that are making that argument. Did you, did you see this on, on, on social media and stuff like that? Like some of these women that are fighting for the right to choose and, you know, like the late-term abortion shit. Like the, the ones that are making the arguments that if you, take, if you take away our ability to do it, we'll just go do it illegally. Are getting tattoos of fucking coat hangers. Well, see, this is the thing. They'll, they talk about abortion, and then they'll just kind of slip in the late-term abortion. And that gets me livid and yeah I, I i'll out myself i don't have a uterus but boy do i have an opinion on this one mm -hmm. and it's and it's backed up medically and it's there is absolutely under no circumstances any viable fucking reason to do a late-term abortion There's you not. could have done it at three months you could have done it at four months you could have done it at six there's no need for it and i'll tell you why they're pushing for this the women are just, you know, up in arms about not having rights, or that's what they've been told about this. The real reason is fucking sickening. This shit keeps me up at night. If you want to hear it. Go ahead. It's, yeah. It, it's nasty. Okay. Go ahead, because our listeners, most of them that, that aren't going to be sitting there saying, oh, fuck these guys, I don't know what they're talking about. Most of them are looking oh, for no, these no, types no. of education. I can back this up with governors admitting it on video. No, please. I'm just so, letting you know that our yeah. listeners, the ones the ones that aren't already All closed right. minded about it, the other ones that are open minded and want to hear what we have to say, they're looking for these types of, of, okay. of, of well, pieces. Th this is so. this is ugly, you know, and yeah, I do believe that people need to come into info at their own time 
this is one of the things that can really push you forward a lot faster than you want. But here we go. So, does everybody recall the Planned Parenthood debacle of 2018? You know, oh, they were selling parts. No, they were selling, they weren't selling body parts. Oh, it's all fake videos and news and all that. Right. Remember that stuff? Uh -huh. Okay, well, yeah, so that's exactly what was going on. Recently, they've just arrested the, the guys running Planned Parenthood for trafficking of baby body parts. Why Our are they doing organs this? And stuff. Yep. Why are they doing this? Because it's huge money. If oh you got my a God. if you got a dried kidney, that's like you know ten fifteen thousand dollars. If you've got a living kidney, oh, that's like about eighty thousand dollars. If you've got a living viable baby that was just has a spinal cord cut at nine months, and you can keep that alive, oh, that's like seven figures easy. And it goes to yeah. all these corporations, these big pharma guys. Who knows where these are going to? Oh, even but, worse than that, they they found that like like stuff like that in like uh, Pepsi uh, products, uh, oh, yeah. Doritos, yep. um, Lay's. They just got stopped at the border of coming into Canada, the U.S. Uh, from somewhere in Asia. Um, what were they? They were some kind of pills. Um, uh, yeah, uh, skin pills, things like that. Uh, for beauty oh, products, no, there's a lot of stuff. There's so many different th products they make with this stuff. I mean, the history of Planned Parenthood is sick in its own right. Like, I, I can't believe these people that are pro-choice or, or women's rights that want to defend Planned Parenthood are the same ones that want to bitch about, like, racism and everything else. Planned Parenthood was created by racism. It was created by a person who wanted to population control and extinguish mm -hmm. African Americans. That was yeah. what Planned Parenthood was created for. And that is actual fact. Look it up. What's yeah, her name? People. Margaret Sanger. That was her yeah. mission statement. That was her goal. Mm -hmm. Thing is, is these girls don't know that. All they know is what Planned Parenthood's done to insert itself within the school system and give them uh, birth control pills and condoms and advice and counseling for absolutely nothing. That mm -hmm. was the that's the face of Planned Parenthood. It's, it's like a, a sinister type of marketing when really they're fronting for the Agenda Twenty One depopulation effort. <laughs> it's absolutely disgusting. That's 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 why it's like as as gross and 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 negligent medically as as what you're describing is. It's not unbelievable because of the history of Planned Parenthood and of course the history of the black market and the shadiness of fucking co uh, major corporations and 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 big government. Mm. All of it yeah. ties into each other. It's a strange bedfellow, but it's still a bedfellow. Yeah. And it goes back. It goes back <laughs> to the lack of education that people like they they look to the 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 parents to teach, which they should. Parents should teach, uh, and then they look to the school systems, which of course are going to indoctrinate. They're not teaching; they're indoctrinating. They want you to be a happy little worker, and that's all you need to be. They're not going to teach you to be a critical thinker. They're not going to teach you to be. You know, somebody who questions everything and doesn't just accept that this is how it is. They want to know why. I think what also is important for people to know is that when they hear that, they kind of associate it with the laborers. There's different levels to slavery. You know, you could still be like a scientific guy and, you know, the carrot on the end of that stick for that donkey is, hey, you might have your name put down in a book one day that others will be able to read. 
Well, you look, know, you, you, you want to know your slavery? Here's your slavery. Here's your slavery. It's sitting right underneath your television right now, that Xbox and that PlayStation. It's what we're working on right now with the computer. Uh, it's in your phone right now, your little smartphone. All that shit that you fucking covet so much, you people, like myself included, that's our slavery. That's our chains. That's our bondage. Because we're more interested in that than what's really going on around us. I would disagree to a point. Now... Yeah, uh, not everybody's usage of these things is is equal. Like, I, I'm sure you know your addiction to your devices. There, you're educating yourself more than you're entertaining. Would that be fair to say? Yeah, on occasions, but I mean, it's not just that. I was just using those as examples. I oh, mean, of course. You, you have people. You have people that are slaves to trends or slaves to to yeah. clothing lines or. Whatever the case may be, again, it's it's merchandising and marketing has enslaved us, and then we uh, then we created a society. We're starting to create a society that's so fucking lazy. Like I, I personally have you. You want a conspiracy theory? This is my conspiracy theory. I think the government and the big tech corporations are purposely designing this world to where we're happy, we're content and happy to be trapped in our own little prisons, which are our apartments and our houses, and we never socialize and, and gather together as groups with other people. People because why would we? We have social media. We can order food from McDonald's through Uber Eats. We have uh, Amazon and everything else that everything gets delivered to us. We never have to leave the house. Well, not only that, you're out in public and you misgender someone and all of a sudden it's this huge fucking thing and it's like, wow, this is why we don't talk to people in public because it turns into this ridiculous fucking thing. Where we started off like, oh, hey, you know, how's it going, guy? Well, oh, I'm not a guy. It's ma'am. And it's like, well, excuse me. Uh, like, can I just ask you what's your gender? No, you can't ask me because that's rude and you should already know. But you don't know. So you go to ask and all of a sudden you're, you're fucking whatever the hell you are. You're fucking bygone and all this. And it's like, well, you know, I'm just going to keep my fucking mouth shut. <laughs> I'm not going to say a word to anybody anymore in public. I'll stay at home where I'm safe. <laughs> but you know that that's that's a personal that's a personal thing I've been watching is is the the rise of of everything that's intended to keep you home, and it almost seems like the 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 powers that be want to keep turn everybody into introverts that never leave their homes except for when they're physically needed at a job. Isn't that a slave? Yeah. That sounds like a prison. <laughs> Basically the same thing. Well, here's an interesting twist on that whole thing. You know, I'm a you know reasonably good-looking white male. I was the weird. <laughs> I was the weird kid. I never fit in. I was always off, interested in stuff that nobody got. You know, ninjutsu, martial arts in general, reading about weird mystery spots in the world. You know, suddenly we're hearing about about these pyramids just off the coast of the Bahamas, under the water, crystal pyramids. I was reading about that in a book that was written in 1975 when I was about like eight years old. None of this stuff surprises me right now. I went through a really hard time through high school, you know, just still being me. Went through a harder time in my early 20s. When I got to be about my early 30s, I started to kind of really like myself and accept myself and go, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a good person. I like things for people, you know? I try to help when I can. Right. So I got into uh, 
you know, I guess conspiracy, if you want to call it that for an umbrella term, by stealing something off the internet that wasn't what I got. <laughs> I was getting some sort of martial arts film, and I got uh, Destroyed by Design by Alex Jones. And there's a certain kind of quality to it that I'm like, okay, I'll give this guy five minutes, and I end up watching the whole thing. That was a very eye-opener for me. You know, 9-11 had to happen just before that, and then I got into that stuff. And since I was always the weird guy, I could walk right into this stuff and not really care. Right. 9-11. Like, okay, so, yeah, the YouTube ban on 9-11. Like, they're saying that people are saying it's a hoax and it never happened, it's not real. Okay, like, let's clarify. 9-11 did happen. How it happened... That's a whole different story. Um, <laughs> well, I'm sure you guys like obviously have like seen the videos. Like I have a magazine, um, the Toronto Sun, the day after 9/11. Okay, and I could take like these pictures of these um, Al Qaeda and like time lapse them, and they're the same guys from ISIS, which is pretty fucked up. Um, well, the buildings just... are gone. It clearly did happen. The buildings are no longer there. These buildings blew up. <laughs> Nobody could even debate that. Well, the, the the thing is, you just hit the nail right on the head. Like they could they could turn around and, and talk about like they're banning the uh, the the conspiracy theorists of nine eleven that Bush had the pat uh, the towers run down or that it was a it was a controlled uh, uh, destruction or you know all the different theories that are out there. But the real reason that they're banning talk about nine eleven is because of the fact of Islamophobia. Right now, as it stands, regardless of what you believe was the actual events of 9-11. The, what we understand it was a bunch of Islamic hijackers from Al-Qaeda hijacked these planes and rammed them into the World Trade Center. They were terrorists. Oh, that's a terrible word. You can't say that about Muslim people, about Islam. They were Islamic terrorists. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't care. I don't care if you don't like the word. That's what they were, okay. And because that's what they were, that's why they don't want you talking about it because it goes against their 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 uh, their uh, narrative that narrative. they're pushing. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, narrative that they're pushing. Where oh, you can't talk bad about Muslims. You can't talk bad about Islam. You know, they're misunderstood or you don't have all the facts or blah, 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 blah. That's why we're not allowed to talk about 9-11 because it always comes back to whether it really was Islamic terrorists or it was perpetrated to be believed that it was Islamic terrorists. Either way, the words Islamic terrorists are still in the conversation. Yep, but nobody's even contemplating that it did or did not happen. The same as, like... um, like a global warming, climate change. No one's arguing that is not happening. On a small scale, yeah, we've got our seasons happening. We've got summer, we've got fall, we've got winter, we've got spring. That happens. The weather could be whatever the hell the weather wants to be that day. We've also got um, tide, like the ocean tides that will affect the weather. We've got solar... Um, what the hell are they called? <laughs> solar flares, so, so, sunbursts. Yeah, so... Yeah, solar flares that are going to affect our weather. Okay, we've got just rainy days that'll make it cooler. No one's saying it's not happening. 
how it's happening now. Why is no one questioning geoengineering? Because people don't know what geoengineering is. They have no idea what that word like even exists. No. Like that right. they're like I the way I have to start explaining this to people when they're saying that I'm crazy is I'm like, oh, do you know what cloud seeding is? Oh, yeah, silver eye dye dropped from planes. And I'm like, where do you think that came from? Farmers? Farmers just start shooting stuff up into the sky? And I'm like, no, that was like early military weather control technology. Yeah. In the 1960s, they were having kids in classes help name new clouds that they were manufacturing, which must have been really cool. Like for these kids that are like, wow, we get to name clouds and, you know, See how they're making them, manufacturing them. It's manufactured weather, manufactured clouds. They control the weather. They use harp, but harp is a conspiracy all on its own, right? Well, you're also forgetting one thing that that kind of began this podcast that that Ryan was talking about when we were talking about the flat Earth theory is that this billion-year-old planet evolves. Things change on this planet. It could like, just simply many... be change. <laughs> like, yeah, like we've got a lot of carbon in the atmosphere. Okay, well, let's look at the past like two, three years in like Venezuela and like everywhere. Hawaii is a really good example that people should have still in their memories. Look at the volcanoes exploding. How much carbon comes from these volcanoes? More carbon than any industry, like all industries combined, don't even make up half of what is released in one volcano. Mm-hmm. Not even like a one percent of like what was the rate um, let out in that uh, what was that one volcano's name? Sorry, I'm half asleep. <laughs> but that was like a hundred times million more than any than he, all humanity of all time has ever released into the atmosphere. And people are like, well, the oceans are warming. Okay, yeah, we have volcanoes on land. How many volcanoes are in the ocean? Like hundreds. Yeah, <laughs> hundreds, like hundreds that I know of. Like, 90% of volcanoes are in the ocean, okay? Well, how do you think land was formed? Volcanic eruptions in the ocean. That's why we have um, islands that are just appearing out of nowhere, because of volcanic eruptions, okay? This will make the oceans warm, not the air around it. Look, I'm not saying I'm not saying that like carbon emissions isn't a terrible thing, and that we should find a uh, sh- we shouldn't find a way to get rid of uh, uh, fossil fuel emissions and 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 you know, uh, cleaner energy burn and, and stuff like that. That that's absolutely true. We should, but is it such a die, uh, dire threat as like somebody like idiot AOC with her twelve year plan before the destruction of Earth? If we don't eliminate cow farts, no, we're not anywhere near that danger. Well, this is what cows grinds my gears. Sorry. Yeah, cows have been around for millions of years, and you know there was probably a lot more cows on the planet Earth like thousands of years ago than there will ever be ever again. You forget the cows. This is what really gets me about this shit. So everybody is so concerned about the planet, they want to enact a green deal. But none of these fucking assholes can do anything about changing their fucking habits about how they live their goddamn lifestyles. Uh-huh. Like, I don't buy into any of this shit. I have a super fucking small carbon footprint. I've never owned a car, ever. I'm 44 years old. I've taken public transit all my life. I've rented a car on a few occasions when I need to, moving, that sort of thing. You know, I'm vegetarian. I don't contribute to the uh, the meat industry and their warming of the atmosphere, allegedly. 
You know, like I'm very cognizant of taking care of the planet, but it starts with the individual. This is what people don't understand. The only solution these politicians are going to have are green taxes, retroactive green taxes. And eventually, I don't know if it's going to be our generation or the generation after that or our great-grandchildren or whatever. If CO2 is, is the problem, what do we exhale? Well, don't we have a natural fi uh, filter system on the planet for CO2? It's called yeah. trees. They feed yes. off of it and in turn return oxygen. Ah, but see, and then they go and burn down the forests. Wasn't, so wasn't that, that like third grade trees. science class? <laughs> yeah, but see, that's why they don't want a thinking populace. Because, oh, you know, like I, I've heard they're selling like bottles of uh, air from like the tops of U.S. mountains in China for like $300 or something. <laughs> something what? ridiculous like that. And, and you just inhale this, this can of air. <laughs> I just have space balls in my head right now where, where he's like sniffing the Perry air can. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is it like an aerosol can? Like, do you get high off of this? Is no, it was like, a, it was a, it was a can like a, it was a can, like a beer can and he pops it and it's full of air and he pops it open and he has it to his nose. And he's sniffing it because their planet's running out of air. Well, you do get very high from oxygen. <laughs> that think about it. If you've ever been to Vegas, all they do is they pump that casino full of oxygen. That's why everybody walks in there feels freaking great. You're wide awake. You're hyper-oxygenated. You've got more oxygen than you can take in just being flooded at you. Is that what they pump, they pump into um, shopping malls as well? Because I know they pump, uh, they, like... may, they may. It's a, it's a known uh, stimulus that is very uh, clandestine. People like will never know you're doing it. See, because I like going to shopping malls and I get headaches <laughs> like just from being in there. Well, there's a lot of uh, fluorescent lighting, and that's known to do that. For me, it would be if there's a Bath and Body Works anywhere nearby. Like I don't. Oh mind the, God! Yeah. I don't. I don't mind the individual smells, but the 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 assault of all the smells all at once from that fucking store instant migraine. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know, like if you brought up if you brought one of the products out and said, "Hey, look, smell this. It's lilac. Oh yeah, that's nice." But you'd ask me to walk into that store, and I'm just getting every scent all at once. It's like, oh, God, get me out of here. You know? <laughs> I'm I bound to induce headaches. <laughs> I hate those places the most because everything looks edible. Yeah. It does. <laughs> <laughs> you can eat half of it. <laughs> but what you half really of it's edible, to. but. <laughs> I'm sure that it tastes terrible. You know, but yeah, I mean, all, all these conspiracy theories, again, they lead all right back to the same thing. It's whatever it takes to keep the populace smart enough to do the jobs, but dumb enough to ever question why. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it's like really unfortunate that like conspiracy theories, like their theories, like NASA has theories. OK, politicians are coming up with theories about how to save the world. Their theories. People are allowed to think, and it makes me think of like back in like the 1400s and stuff, where it was like a crime for a regular person to read. Mm -hmm. It's always been the same reason. They don't want people to be any smarter than it takes to work. We're propping them up. Mm -hmm. That was the that was the big game from early on, and I'm sure it started with some guy living in a hut. Pass it on to his kids, and all of a sudden, people were living in like stone huts. 
Like, and then castles, and then... That's exactly it. Like, like you said earlier with the uh, grinding my gears, the biggest thing that grinds my gears is everything that we're dealing with in today's society, whether it's, suspir- uh, it's conspiracy theory, whether it's what we've discussed, whether it's the YouTube thing, whether it's the political divide thing, all of it together, it, it's nothing is new. This is all old hat. This shit's been going on since the Stone Ages. And we haven't learnt from it yet. We fail as humanity. <laughs> Human I beings think... have not figured this out yet. It's happened with Hitler. It's happened with slavery. It's happened with Napoleon. It's happened with Rome. It's happened with, uh, uh, you know, uh, South Africa. It's happening in the United States and Canada now. It's the old additives over and over again. It's the exact same things over and over again. But nobody wants to see it. <laughs> I think well, it's ignorance is bliss, right? I think people do see it. They just don't want to acknowledge it. I think that's what's really driving the left. They know things are really messed up. They don't understand it, and they've been given a a direction, and they're running like bloody hell, thinking they're the ones saving everything, when really they're helping the people that are keeping everybody down. That's exactly it, and you know it, it goes back to the it's, it goes back to an old saying, is that all evil needs to succeed is for good people to do nothing, <coughs> and whether it's, whether it's by whether it's by fault or by design, good people are doing nothing, and that's why this shit yeah. is still existing. Well, it's scary to do stuff. Change is a very difficult thing for some people. It absolutely is. Ugh, I'm getting text yep. messages while I while we speak. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. So, I'm like just sitting here and I'm like, hmm. <laughs> things to make you go, hmm, huh? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, like I, I know I know tinfoil hat's supposed to be more the uh the the the, the really deep deep conspiracy theories and 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 out there type things to, that normal people would consider to be out there. You know, we're supposed to be sitting here talking like Bigfoot, you know, or 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 you know, uh whether twins have psychic powers or you know, things of that nature. Take a drink. Uh but the the long the long and the short of it is is like even even things like this do not have to be sensational. It could be very simply close to home that there's really no comparison to or there's really is a comparison to, excuse me, YouTube's new policies to Hitler's book burning. That's exactly yeah. what it is. Yeah, and it's the exact same format. It's just updated because who reads books nowadays? Well, yeah. what, what, yeah. Most kids were raised on TV. Mm-hmm. They they don't they don't have books. I at least remember, you know, if I was bored, oh, well, here's a book. Oh, Bigfoot. Oh, ghosts. Oh, you know, haunted places. You know, like, and I had a very strong imagination for that. Oh yeah, you know, I I was the same way. I mean, like, I was I was. You were talking about how you were in high school. I you know I I'm Venus has seen me. She'll she'll whether rather attest to this or not. You know, I, I consider myself a semi-decent-looking white male. 
and I was, I wouldn't say I was a popular kid in school, but I was one of the quote-unquote cool kids in school. You know, the the headbanger type and all that, but I was a closet nerd. Like, I told I told my friends I was going out to bang some chick on a Friday night because I was meeting up with my buddies to play Dungeons and Dragons. My secret friends. You know what nice. I mean? I was sitting in my room at nights reading about the mythology of vampires and shit like that, you know, instead of instead of like keeping eye keeping an eye on the the the, the baseball game for that night. You know, and I just watched yeah. the news in the morning to be able to have a co- topic of conversation with my quote unquote cool friends, you know, so I'm right there with you. I get exactly what you're talking about nowadays. Like it's kind of funny because nowadays it's, it's socially acceptable to be a nerd, but back you're, you're 44. I'm 42. We're from the same era. You were extremely ostracized for it. So you hit it, you hit it or you dealt with the, uh, the yeah. repercussions of it. Yeah. You know, and I was one of those kids that hit it. But I was always into the weird shit, too. Yeah, see, that's great. I always wanted to be able to hide it, but it was just, you know, I yeah. was kind of, I was one of those ADD kids. So I, yeah. I, would, I didn't have my thoughts all to myself because I was on Ritalin for a good while. And then by the time I got out of that, it took me a bit to kind of like have my thoughts sort of clear themselves out. But yeah, once and, I was able to like have confidence, I was like, you know, go fuck yourselves, man. Like I, I'm doing my own thing, and I'm cool with that, and I don't give a fuck who's there with me. No, it's absolutely yeah, I, it. and I, I probably would have been the same boat as you if yeah. it wasn't for the fact that I had an affinity for music. Yeah. That's what got me into the cool crowd. As I was a musician, I was a songwriter. I played in bands, you know, stuff yeah. like that. Well, no, it's, it's it's always great having friends and family there, you know. But like you know, ultimate the ultimate truth is that we're we're always alone. You know, if people are along for the ride, awesome, embrace that shit. You know, like I've really gone to appreciate that lately. You know, I've had uh, a lot of changes in that department, and the people that have shown up and come along for the ride are it's kind of refreshing. Yeah, the whole world's a little bit different now, and a lot more open to stuff like that. I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, and like, what else do we do when we're sitting at home in our antisocial little apartment? It's like, wow, yeah, you know, we're just gonna like go crazy. So obviously, we go crazy in like cool directions where we're like, wow, you know, Sumerian fucking ancient tablets. Wow, that's awesome. And we can go from there. And there's literally no one to stop us because literally everyone else is in their own little apartments. Well, you know what? There, there was a saying from a very wise man from back in the seventies that I that I live by, and I think I think if if I didn't follow this particular philosophy, realm of the mis entertainment wouldn't exist. We wouldn't be sitting here now having these conversations. I wouldn't have met the people through the podcasting that I've met, and had the conversations like we're having right now. And that simple phrase, that one simple phrase, is simple enough, and I think people need to realize it. The, the saying goes, if you don't allow yourself to go crazy once in a while, you wind up going crazy. Yes, I'm mm-hmm. quoting Hawkeye Pierce from fucking MASH. <laughs> I was wondering where, why that sounded familiar. <laughs> but it's probably one of the truest statements I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I've always liked, in a mad world, only the matter truly sane. Mm-hmm. You know, so... 
I think that was actually the first episode of MASH, if I'm not mistaken. I have to, I have to check the archives on that. But, uh, yeah, I've, I've, I've basically lived my life by that philosophy ever since I've seen that episode. And it, I found it to be very, very true. If you don't allow yourself to embrace shit that is not normal. Once in a while. Well, what's normal? It's opinion. What, what society deems or considers normal. Yeah. Well, society's pretty fucked up right now, so well, it's right got now, no say. Right now, but yeah. even growing up before it went this nuts, you uh-huh. know, if, if you if you allowed yourself to just get sucked into the political political bullshit or the the social justice bullshit or everything else, if you allow yourself to just concentrate on that all the time, it will destroy you. So every once in a while, go drink a beer and play fucking throwing axes at wood things at a bar. Allow yourself to go nuts every once in a while because it'll keep you from no, going you crazy. No, you have to. <laughs> you absolutely have to. Like, I get so caught up in this conspiracy stuff and whatever, and it'll be like for days, it's like, yeah, no, I'm just gonna, like today, all I did was like watch Netflix all day. It's like, yeah, you know, kind of need this, kind of need to relax my mind a little bit, not think so much, and just like Watch other people go crazy. I actually started watching um, Good Girls, <laughs> which is like a series which, yeah, from like this morning when I woke up at 7 till now, I've been watching. <laughs> uh, I've been sitting here I've been sitting here with Jen watching uh, uh, Reba. Oh, wow. I used to love that show. <laughs> <laughs> Reba's like a good TV mom. Yeah, yeah. I, I got a kick out of... Uh... I got a kick out of, uh, uh, like, Van. Van, for some reason, I, I really attached to that character because he's such a moron. Okay. <laughs> he reminds me of, uh, what's his face from Sabrina the Teenage Witch? Harvey. <laughs> you know how long it's been since I've watched Sabrina? And even even more so, like, you put on Sabrina now, like, on Netflix, and it's like a horror show instead of the old uh, teen comedy that it used to be. Yeah, I haven't even watched it yet on Netflix. <laughs> I watch a lot of weird stuff on Netflix, but yeah. Sabrina's just, yeah, no, it's changed too much. It's not Sabrina anymore. I, I just can't get into it. No, no I, I, I was never into it to begin with, but it's really weird. The same, same with, like, the Riverdale. Like, I, you know, Riverdale really pisses me off. I know Jen's into it, but I can't stand it because... You know, to me, it's like destroying the wholesomeness of Archie. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a whole, like, plot twist. I actually love that show. <laughs> my daughter's, like, more caught up on it than I am, though. I'm, like, a few episodes behind, and she's like, oh, my God, have you seen what happened? I'm like, no. What the hell, Mom? <laughs> it's something we're supposed to be watching together. <laughs> but, yeah, I guess I got to get back on that. <laughs> <sighs> All right, but like, I, like, like I just messaged you, we're we're at the five minute mark. Yeah, well, that about pretty much wraps up the Tinfoil Hat Society for tonight. Um, I'm sure there's more details we could get into about different things at another time, but we'll be back next week for that. Um, so Ryan, do you want any um, Facebook stalkers or anything? Uh. I don't really want anything set up like that just yet, but uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe soon. Yeah, maybe <laughs> teach them some like 
some feng shui stuff or whatever. Not feng shui. Oh my god, I'm so tired. Sorry. <laughs> well, it's very simple. I, I know he's an active member of your uh, your your. Uh, it had to be said uh, Facebook group. So if they have any questions, they want to direct directly to Ryan. They could do that probably at your group. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fine. I'd be more than happy to answer if I can. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can find me um, on Facebook, Venus Chan, or Solar Nova if I'm blocked. Um, my fan page, uh, Realm of the Mist, presents it had to be said with Venus. Um, on Instagram, Venus Uncensored, or you can email me directly, venusuncensored.gmail.com. And we'll be back on Tuesday with it had to be said with Venus, and Wednesday with Realm of the Mist. And, of course, as normal, guys, you can find me right here on Realm of the Mist Entertainment or wherever quality podcasts are heard. You going to give your outro? Uh, <laughs> that's all, folks. We'll see you on your next Tinfoil Hat Society, guys. Have a good night. Thank you very much for having me. Oh, no thanks problem. for joining in. It was fun. It was. Hey everyone, this is John Tolley, inviting you to check out a Star Wars podcast. Each week, me and my co-host Christopher Stolley discuss the news and theories surrounding one of the largest franchise movie franchises in the world. So join us every Wednesday at 8 Eastern as we travel to the galaxy far, far away, right here on Anchor FM and wherever fine podcasts are heard. CBD, vape juice, or new mod, go to Vape Score. 10859 Boston Avenue, Philadelphia, PA 19116. They have all your needs, the equipment, all the juice. And hey, while you're there, sit down, enjoy a beer, and just hang out with a bunch of cool people. So, guys, if you really need your next vape machine or maybe you just want to try locally made uh, juice make sure you hit up vape scorpion that's 1085 boston avenue philadelphia pa 19116 or give a call to 215-464-2673 oh yeah and make sure you let them know that realm of the mist entertainment thank you why didn't the three little pigs go in for some kind of flat share scheme? Does Jesus get to choose which wine he turns it into? Why don't Sims have the body strength to climb out of a swimming pool? And does everybody really want to be a cat? I'm Will Baker. And I'm Alex Prescott. And if you're the type of person that overthinks these deep philosophical questions, then Think to the Brink is the podcast for you. From Disney characters to song lyrics, debates to social etiquette, tune in every week for your dose of paralysis by analysis. All topic suggestions are welcome. If you can think it... We can overthink it. Think to the brink. Available on all podcast platforms. Hey everyone, this is Dak. This is Liam. And this is White Peter. We are a bi-weekly podcast. Whoa, 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 whoa. Maybe I'm speaking strong. It means twice a week, you douche. Oh. Yeah, listen to us twice a week. On White People Wednesdays, we talk about gay stuff, zombies, superhero sex positions. And on Feature Peep Fridays, we interview the Feature Peep of the Week. Yeah, like a... Search guest podcast and look for the white dude in red pajamas. We're on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube, and anywhere else.
else you can see. We have an equal opportunity humor where all things can be made fun of. So if your feelings get hurt and you're offended, you can always eat a dick. He said that, she said, how dare you say that? That's offensive. Well, someone said it. It had to be said with Venus. Catch the live show Tuesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Check out the recordings at any time. Shows weekly. Listener, beware. Mature content. Sexual content. Trigger warning. Do you dare say it? Hi, my name's Chris. I'm here to tell you about this podcast. From this podcast, we talk about all the great entertainment things from movies, music, books, comic books, and many, many other forms of entertainment. Politics, current events, and general humor and having a good time. If you're looking for a podcast up your alley, look no further than Realm of the Mist podcast here on Anchor.fm where podcast can be heard. Hi, this is Dave from the Comic Collection at 83 Bustleton Pike in Feasterville, Pennsylvania. Our phone number is 215-357-3332. We are right next to Northeast Philadelphia. We have action figures, gaming, statues, albums, and CDs, graphic novels, other novels, and, of course, comics. We are your go-to store. Come by and say hello, and say that the guys from RadioCast FM Radio sent you. The address again is 83 Bustleton Pike, Feasterville, Pennsylvania, or call 215-357-3332. Three-Eyed Turtle? Is that alright? Oh, fuck the Three-Eyed Turtle! Are you tired of the same old podcast, no humor? Well, just for after hours, where everything is funny, that least tough. On Anchor.fm, and where quality podcasts are heard. How the fuck did we get on this? I don't know. CC started this shit. It's their fucking fault. Golly, Pop, we have been waiting all day for you so we can listen to the radio. Daddy, may we listen to Chronicles of the Lost Ranger? But I want to listen to the Lone Ranger. Now, son, you know we only listen to the highest quality, high fantasy, chaos-fueled podcast around. Chronicles of the Lost Realm Podcast. High fantasy chaos for only the most discerning ear. Join us every other Friday to hear what crazy antics these players get into next. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram and give us a like at Chronicles of the Lost Realm. Don't forget to check for us on YouTube. Coming to you soon.